Tuesday, beautiful people. Oh my God, I'm, I slept so hard last night. I, I slept very, very hard. I slept hard. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me. Markeisha would be very proud. I got like eight hours of sleep. And I feel it too. Like I, I don't, I don't feel my best when I get eight hours of sleep. I'm good at six, eight. It just gives me too much. Like I feel like I got a little headache and feel a little fatigued. I don't, I don't like, I don't need eight hours. I know, I know people say the science that you need eight hours for the brain, but my brain don't like it. So, and I, I don't know why I have so much sleep. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the dealio is. Um, but that part. So uh, anyway, good morning. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I am Babs Rolls Ivy. It is Tuesday morning, and uh, it's a lot going on. <laughs> it's a lot going on, babies. A lot going on. So um, let's see. What do I got to get into? I wanted to tell you about what is happening uh, tonight, uh, the Black Women Leaders in Media Spaces. So I'm taking the virtual stage with uh, Veronica Douglas-Gavon. You know, she's a professor of communications over at the University of New Haven. Uh, Alicia Brown, who is associate producer at CBS Mornings. My soror and friend, Michelle Turner, host of the Collective Podcast. And me, little old me. Love Babs, love talk. So we are having this conversation from seven to eight. So it's a dynamic conversation with visionaries, innovators, and disruptors who are making an impact in the industries and beyond, in their industries and beyond. So come hear their tips and insights on smashing the glass ceiling. Yes, that's going to be a wonderful conversation. And, and if you hadn't had enough of me in the mornings, and you need some some of me at night, that'd be a good time to tune in. <laughs> and then I'm going to be sitting uh, shotgun for the uh, the uh, Omega, the Brothers of Omega Sci-Fi. Uh, I think it's the Epsilon Iota Iota chapter. Uh, they are celebrating Black women. And uh, uh, I am the moderator for some amazing sisters that they, uh, they are going to have uh, on tap. And let me tell you who they are. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up. You know, as you age, your eyesight. <laughs> so I'm moderating uh, Karen DeBose Walton, Alicia Pegue Spearman, uh, Dory Dumas, and Darina Mitchell. So these are all women I dig anyway. Like these are women I know dig anyway. On Wednesday, to have a conversation from 6 to 7.30 about uh, Salute to Women in Leadership. And so I, 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 uh, I, uh, I'm excited. Anytime I get to be in a space and talk to black women is a good thing. <laughs> I, I happen to, I happen to be in love with black women and, uh, and, and when I could be in a space with just black women, I'm happy. Like that's my happy space. So I'm just, you know. I'm just uh, that's where I'm at. So let me let me um, let me let me offer up some prayers. My brother-in-law took a bad fall in the shower a couple of days ago. He is in the hospital, uh, Troy Guathney, and he's about to have surgery, I guess, tomorrow. 
um, he's got an infection uh, in his lungs and he broke a vertebrae and, um, you know, he's got uh, his blood pressure is up. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of uh, health challenges at the moment. So I just want to hold him and my sister low in prayer and their sons. Uh, hold my nephews um, in prayer because, uh, I mean, it's got to be a challenging time. And so our, our my heart and prayers are with my sister and her family uh, as she, uh, you know, is awaiting uh, surgery for her husband. So, uh, you know, he's a he's a strong guy. Uh, I feel confident that he'll, you know, he'll come through this, you know, the way Troy can. <laughs> I I feel confident that he'll come through this with and and we'll have to the next 8000 Thanksgiving, we'll have to listen to these stories. <laughs> And then, and then we got, then we got a one up with our, we almost died stories. <laughs> That's how my family is. <laughs> I got them all beat because I've got more hospital and near death stories than they do. But this is a, but Troy, you, you running a good neck and neck with me, bruh. You ain't there yet, but you running a good neck and neck. <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, get well. I'm praying for you, brother, praying for you. And uh, and besides, I want my sister to come to Marrakesh. So get your ass healed. <laughs> get healed. I said it. Get healed, brother. Lo, put the phone, put your device next to him so he can hear. Get healed. <laughs> I'm going to send some old school church Pentecostal women over there. Put hands on you. That's all. See, they, ain't, they don't got no church family. So if they had a church family, everybody be there praying right now. That's all right. I got enough prayer warriors to uh, get it right. All my prayer warriors. His name is Trey Guathne. He's in Piscataway, New Jersey. Get your, get your prayers up to him. I, I'll send out some more prayers later. You know, <sighs> that's life. That's life. Um, What else is going on? Oh, gosh. I feel like I've been, a, I feel like, Rip Van Winkle, like I've been sleeping for 100, 100 years. <laughs> uh, uh, I, you know, we had a good class last night, you know, small group class, uh, small group class. Uh, that was good. I will be, uh, I also will be at the, um, uh, there's a, a symposium at, at the law school on, um, uh, 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 what is it on? Uh, something to do with um, uh, uh, life prison, prison sentencing stuff. Uh, I'll pull it up. But I'm I'm leading. <laughs> I'm leading a walk on Thursday, I think. Uh, Black History Walk for the participants. I'm gonna have lunch with them, and then uh, I'm gonna lead them in a walk into Black Ass New Haven. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. And now I got to find out where it is. Now I've been sending this thing around for days and days and days. Now I can't seem to put my hand on it. Ain't that something? <laughs> Ain't that something? But anyway, I'm going. And uh, I think it's going to be uh, facing life. So uh, this is the thing that the uh, the Yale Law School is putting together. And uh, it's their spring spring symposium, uh, facing life. So the Law and, and Racial Justice Center 
which is uh, run up by, uh, uh, I believe, James Foreman and uh, Kayla Vincent. Um, the uh, Facing Life featuring the Visiting Room Project, uh, co-sponsors, Freedom Reads, uh, the, Li the Lemon, Lemon Center, the Afro-Am Center. Um, so it's kicking off Thursday. And uh, I'm going to go. Their first panel is tomorrow evening, introducing the Visiting Room Project. Um, so I'm going to try to catch that tomorrow night. And Kayla Vinson, my soror, and the uh, director of the uh, our fellows program, the Yale Access to Law School Fellows Program, uh, she is the moderator. So uh, Calvin Duncan, Marcus uh, Kondakar, and Daryl Walters uh, will be in conversation. So, you know, the Visiting Room Project is a digital library uh, that is the largest collection of first-person testimonials from people serving death in prison sentences. Oh, boy, that is a lot. I should, probably should have tried to have her on. And she could have been on today because today is, what, Tuesday? I don't know if I got any space. I'm going to see if I could get her on. So, uh... Anyway, so that's taking place uh, Thursday. Then Friday, uh, they've got stuff going on. Post-conviction, legal, advocacy, jailhouse lawyers, and appellate defense attorneys. That's from 10 to 11. Uh, and then they've got more folks uh, on panelists and... Uh, and then they got another panelist at 11.15, Mass Incarceration, Racial Injustice. I, I wonder if I could, do I have a show on Thursday? <laughs> if I have guests on Thursday, it's going to be tough. Oh, I do. I have a guest at 10. Because otherwise, I would, um, I would go and try to make that panel. I would. I would try and go make that panel. Ugh. You know, anyway. Um, oh, let me get back to it because <laughs> I was telling you what it was, what it was. Uh, so there's, there's two days, I guess Thursday, eat tomorrow, uh, Thursday evening, and then all day Friday, they got stuff going on. So I'll probably make the mass incarceration, racial injustice and opportunities for relief panel at 11.15. So it's about an hour. Um, I'm going to make that. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then there's a. Uh, I think this one, this one is at Next Haven. Okay, and then, in the evening, six to seven, community support for those confined in jail, and James Foreman is the moderator for that, and that'll be Jimmy Robinson, uh, Daryl Walters, Ray Boyd, um, and they'll be on to talk about that, and then, uh, books for purchase by Possible Futures. And then another panel at 7.30 to 8.30. Uh, we all have a role to play disrupting mass incarceration. So, you know, if you're interested in this stuff, uh, this would be a good thing to go to. You know, if you're interested in this kind of thing, you know, you, ha you have to be interested in it. And, uh, and I am, so there's that part. Uh, I mean... So uh, you can find it online. You can find it online. 
And uh, I hope people go and check it out, you know, participate uh, because uh, it's a good idea. And uh, I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a, a wonderful uh, opportunity for you to get immersed in this level of social justice work. That's what I'm saying. No, I don't have the link. No, just I don't have the, I don't have the link. Uh, I'm not doing that. So anyway, um, uh, yes. So anyway, I guess word on the street to show up in a few minutes. Uh, I know Paul is out there scouring these mean streets of New Haven. Say mean streets of New Haven. The kind and gentle streets of New Haven. The interesting streets of New Haven. I'm going to put, I'm just saying mean streets because that speaks to, uh, you know, uh, uh, film noirs. <laughs> so, <laughs> New Haven, you know, New Haven has a lot of things, but I don't know about a film noir. Um I mean, I guess you could, uh, yes, a film noir, but that—that's not my. That's that's not what I'm trying to get across. So he's out there in these in these complicated streets of New Haven. How about that? Complicated like John Shaft streets of New Haven. So we gotta get Paul a leather jacket. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, a vegan jacket. Get, Paul, you need a you need a black vegan jacket because if you go be out there in them streets walking like like you on 110th Street. You got to get that New York attitude, and, and a New York attitude is just uh, a New Haven attitude can be a modified New York attitude. So I, I think you need theme music. I think you need a a a, a, a vegan leather jacket, and uh, and we gotta get you some fly ass sneakers. So you might want to run into sneaker junkie and see what they got. I'm serious. I'm I'm dead serious. I know you're listening. <laughs> this is what you need, Paul. And you need a cooler yarmulke. I know they make them. I know they make leather or faux leather, vegan leather yarmulkes. You got to trick one out. I'm going to look for one for you. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be walking these streets representing, you got to represent. You need some fly sneakers. You need a fly jacket. You need a fly yarmulke. And you need a word on the street T-shirt. That's all I'm saying. And and some and some some fly jeans, but we'll work on the jeans because I could I could hear your mind already. She making me spend too much money. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you talking. So yeah. So uh, so Harry, we need to we need to trick Paul out. If he's gonna be out there working working word on the street, he gotta look like the part. He can't be out here looking like 5-0. Wait, did Harry just put a message in the chat? <laughs> now I got to pull it up. Now I got to look. His toes need to need to be able to poke out the sneakers. Oh, wow. All right. But in the winter time, it's not, it's not, um, it's not time for sand, open-toed sandals. I know. I know. I know you I know people are ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. But you gotta get you gotta get some fly sneaks. Go on to sneak, you know, the sneaker people over there on chat. Just run in there and say, listen, 
Plus, I want to know what they're doing there. Do they trade sneakers? They sell sneakers? Get you some fly sneakers. And then uh, a fly, a fly vegan leather jacket. You know, you need one. It's time. Come on. Step into your inner John Shaft. <laughs> Harry, he needs some music. We need some, we need some music. You know. And it could be something jazzy. It could be something jazzy. Something jazz with a little with a little hip hop overture. You know, a little jazz and taz. We need that. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, I know it's not unheard of. It's not unconscionable. You could do it. You could absolutely do it. Do it. Do it till you flew it. Uh, okay. So, you know, if it's another day in America, that means more children were killed. You know, we are the, we are the killing of children capital of the world. We take great pride in killing children, school children, uh, because if we didn't, we would stop it. But since we're not willing to stop it, and, you know, it was only three kids. I mean, everybody's like, I had three kids. You know, that's not a, that's not enough. <laughs> that's not enough to to get to make sensible gun gun laws, take take automatic weapons out of the hands of anybody and everybody. That's OK. No, we want to dig, dig, delve into the why part. All right. I feel you. Oh, here comes word on the street. Stop me, somebody. Hey, Paul. Good morning, Babs. How you doing? I'm good. I'm on Sherman Ave with Candace. You want to say good morning to Babs? Hi, Babs. Good morning. Hi, Candace. <laughs> so, Candace, what's the word on the street today? Well, the word on the street today with me, I'm going to do my real estate exam today. And after that, just go out, lunch, have some fun with my husband, you know, just enjoy the day. Well, real exam. So for most of us, we don't know what a real exam is. I'm guessing is it to get your license? The real estate exam, yes. It's to get my oh, the real license. estate exam. Yes. So it's not <laughs> oh like the biology gosh. exam or the math exam. No, it's to um, sell properties, real estate. You know, I, I took I took Roberta Hosky's class twice. She took Roberta Hosky's class twice. Oh, really? I went to American Alliance on West Haven. Yeah. So you want to become someone who sells real estate? Yeah. And why do you, was that a dream you've had for a long time, Candace? Um, it's not a dream I've had for a long time. Most, more like a recent dream as an adult to become more financially stable and just different types. This are why people do it. They get tired of renting. They want to have an income. Yeah. It's more so people get tired of renting and it's more like a big payoff. You know, you work hard, you get a big payoff. So it's not a steady, you're living check to check per se, but you're not living check to check per se. But you know, because the commission would be a couple of thousand dollars, work hard for the next one. So what gave you the idea specifically? Like one day did you say, I'm tired of working at this office or something? Definitely. So where were you? I always been in the mindset of being a business owner and working for myself. So I've worked in the hair salon. I've done home care, like pipe home care. Um, and me and my fiance now are into the idea of opening up an orphanage. Oh. Yeah, because he grew up in the DCS. So we want to reach out to the youth and help children who are in need. So you got two things going today. Yeah. You want your real estate license, but this sounds like something kind of different, this orphanage. Yeah. This is something like more long-term, more longevity, and you know that we want to keep going when we build a family. So 
That used to be like such a bigger thing here before there was DCF. You had different yeah. communities. I know people who grew up like at the Jewish Kids Center that no longer exists at Dixwell. Yeah. So tell me about studying for this exam. How long have you had to do it and what did it entail? You mentioned the place you go, America Alliance. Yeah, um, I was a writer study of American Alliance and was leaving. Um, the exam, the school itself is a pretty good school. They go by your pace. So you can finish class whenever you're ready to finish class. There's no set time limit, um, which is which worked out perfectly. You know, everyone has a work schedule and stuff like that. So um worked out pretty good. And then um, how long you've been studying? Since November. November. And do you have another job you have to fit it in with? Yes, I do. So Actually, what do you do now? I do, um, CNA. I'm a nurse's aide at Appleway Hab in Shelton, Connecticut. Shelton. So that means people have had physical injuries and go to rehab? Yep. So do you help them learn how to walk or use their arms we again? Basically, as a nurse's aide, we have physical therapy there. But as an aide, I help them with their daily living activities like I'm people who need help getting up, getting dressed, or washing up, basic things we take for granted, I hope. So. Do you like that job? I do. I love, I love helping people. I, I can tell. <laughs> and you have that today too, you offered it? Yes. Does that, where does that start? What shift? Um, I do second shift. I work 3 to 11. Oh. So in other words, you're going to go take your exam. What time? Um, today is at 1 o'clock. And, and where is that? that in um, Milford, Connecticut. And then after that, I'll be going straight to work. <laughs> Whoa. So you got a lot on your plate, Candace. Yeah. And um, you live here in the Mandy building, so you rent. Yeah. How's that? Um, it has its ups and downs. For the most part, because I've been here most of my life. In, in this building? Yeah. Like you grew up here as a kid? Yeah. Really? I've been here 30 years. So since you were minus five? Yeah. So you grew up in this building? Yeah. And now as an adult, you live in this building? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Why? So you, it must be okay. Yeah. I mean, I've tried yeah, yeah. to find different areas, but it's like this area itself is more convenient because I have laundry now over here, grocery store, gas station, mm -hmm. and it's walking distance. So. It is. Yeah, it's convenient. Now, did different people own it, I guess, because there was no Mandy when you were 15, right? No, it was um, another group from New York. Um, it was just called Shun Avenue Partnership Group. So they owned it before. And before they owned it, it was actually a nice couple that my mom was um, good friends with for a long time before the husband passed away. They were um, the Dedukas, Mr. and Mrs. Dedukas, were the first owners. They were great. So what did you learn being a renter all this time and seeing different owners in terms of if you become a person in real estate? What did I learn? I learned not to be black. Not to be what? Slack. Like, uh, not to be slack. Uh, not to let things go. Lord, yeah. Because being that I went through three different owners with this place so far, um, everybody does business differently. Everybody handles stuff differently. You know, so I learned when I go into real estate and I'm a property owner, what I want to do and how. I want to live and want my things accommodated, so I'm going to do the exact same thing for my tenants and people that I work with. You mean in terms of how you want to live? Right. So you want to 
own properties too with yep. your real estate license. You are be a landlord. A property investor. Yeah. So are you going to be Candy Mandy? <laughs> no, we no. More like um, Pittman. We always see her something. Okay. Does your mom still live here? My mom lives in South Carolina, actually. So you stayed. Yeah. Have you been in the same apartment since teenager? Um, or different well, ones in the building? That was different. <laughs> and what's the name? this building um yeah. we first lived in this two-bedroom then when i became a teenager we moved into this four-bedroom right here and then in 2009 perhaps do you have any questions for candace i'm i'm just fascinated by your your uh, energy around this yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you well we're going to root that candace is going to ace that exam Thank you. Because we need oh. Candace. Instead of Mandy, we might want Candace in, in doing the real estate in New Haven. What do you think, Babs? I love her. I want, well, I'll read it from Candy. Sorry to interrupt you, but it's the real estate has become a passion of mine because I went to homeless shelters and I've eaten at food kitchens and things like that. And I've seen veterans that made me feel so bad. I'm like, for these people don't want to sacrifice their time and possibly their lives. And then come back here and don't have anything. Like, what do you mean you were homeless shelters? Uh, for a long time, well, not for a long time, for a little bump in my life, I was having financial trouble. So luckily, I could afford my rent. It's just that everything else fell by the wayside. So I had to go to a food kitchen to eat. Oh, so you didn't, have to, you didn't stay at a homeless shelter? No, I didn't stay at a homeless shelter. It was like... um a soup kitchen or food pantry, I would go just to have meals or get a few things to um, groceries, whatever they have to have in the house. Candace, so, it seems like you bring a lot of different life experiences to how you're envisioning being in the real estate industry. Yes. So I talked to a lot of veterans at the soup kitchens and food pantries. And it's just like, when I started learning real estate and I learned about the VA loans and how they can get in homes for free. And I'm like, they must not know about this because why would they be in your situation? So you're someone that could be able to go to. Yeah. I'm going to help them out. <laughs> Babs, any last questions? You let Candace get ready, bring her dog King inside. and Good luck, Candace. Good luck, Candace. Thank Good you so luck. much. Nice to meet you, Babs. Well, nice to meet you. <laughs> Candace and Paul are going to sign off from Sherman Avenue, Word on the Street, on Love Babs, Love Talk, at WNHHFM, New Haven's Home. Oh, that was very nice. What a what an uplifting story. But we pretty much get a lot of uplifting stories. So I'm very happy about that. You know. Hooray. <laughs> hooray. 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 Well, I think she'll do fine. She's studied. She's ready. I know how long and arduous uh you know, uh, I know how long and arduous uh, the, the, the studying can be and the classes for it. So I think, you know, high five, Candace. We cheering for you here. And, and Paul, get her information so she could, she could call you and tell you if she passed so we could shout her out. <laughs> we want to know. Now I, I want to know. I want to know if she, if, she's, uh, if she passed and then where she lands. So. Make sure you get that information because I want to know. And uh, that's why we need we need somebody to sponsor us some coffee cards. Somebody, somebody 
donate some coffee cards to us. You know, it's like little $5, $10 coffee cards. So when we run up on people, we give them a coffee, coffee break. They give them a coffee break. We should do that. We should do that. And if we can't get nobody sponsored, Paul, we should we should take it out of our budget. <laughs> Fifty dollars a month, right? Or a hundred dollars a month. We get five dollar coffee cards so people could just go get a cup of coffee, you know, and a, and a donut or a bagel or whatever, you know, something. So anyway, that's my thought. I'm sticking with it. So yes. Anyway, uh, that's pretty good. What else is going on? Oh, yeah, Stop Solitary is having a moment right now. Uh, there are Barbara Fairs at somewhere. <laughs> somewhere doing something. And, uh, yes, Ugh, a lot to do, a lot to think about. A lot going on. Um, yeah. Let's see. Three Yale choirs are going to uh, get together. The Yale Institute of Sacred Music. April 21st, 7.30. The Choral Prayers with the Yale Shola Cantorum uh, conducted by David Hill. And then April 30th, to Sit and Dream with the Yale Camerata conducted by Felicia Barber. Um, in Woosley Hall. So that might be lovely to hear. If you've not heard sacred music, this might be a good time for you to hear it. Um, so that'd be wonderful. Uh, let's see what else is going on. I, I already talked about um, Florida and the Michelangelo foolishness. I don't, I don't want to talk anymore about it. I just feel like if y'all... if uh, Admission officers across this country, if you see folks, students coming from Florida, look long and hard at that application. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think any I don't think they're trying to send their best and brightest to uh to universities. I think they're system systematically trying to dumb down Floridians and ultimately the country but that's just my take on it you know that's just my take on it and and i'm gonna stick by it so <sighs> anyway life is good life is good life is good uh let's see what else is happening i want to i want to tell you about more stuff Oh, um, our the uh, the ED application uh, search requirement is up for the Arts Council. Uh, go to our website. You can log in if you know people. Send it around. We are looking for an executive director, um, and it's not a bad pay pay scale. And if you like New Haven, want to play in New Haven, want to live in New Haven, this might be the great job for you. You know, I think I think it would be a great job for somebody. Uh, so I, I want to see I want to see some good applicants come through. And the only way we're going to have good applicants come through is if y'all help us. <laughs> if y'all help us. 
as if y'all help us. So okay, so okay, all right. I'm gonna do what y'all say do. Good with that, Ray Boyd. <laughs> I'm good with that. Be down. So, all right. So the walking tour will be Thursday at 12, which is fine. I'll wear sneakers so I could really take a good walk, which I probably could use. And uh, I got to find my, my stuff, uh, pamphlets. So I'll reach out to the Historical Society people and uh, grab some more. Although I saw them somewhere. Maybe it was at, uh, maybe I saw them at the Beinecke. Maybe it wasn't a bike. It was somewhere. Oh, gosh. Now I got to go look for these things. <laughs> I, I can see them, but I can't see where I saw them. You know what I mean? Like, I can see them, but I can't see where I saw them. Oh, my voice feels strained. I'm drinking more spa water. Ooh, spa water, cucumber, lemons, ginger. That's what I'm doing, people. I'm drinking my spa water. It felt good to go to bed, though, I must say. I must say. Um, class was good last night. I got a gazillion uh, books that I've got stacked around that I need to get to. And I have to figure that out. Uh, I have to figure that out. And I don't, I don't know how to figure that out. I think I know what to do, but I got to figure that out. So um let's see so tomorrow what is today 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 is tuesday tomorrow i got oni he is coming on looking forward to talking to oni i was with him at the storytellers retreat last week and it was so nice to to see him because i don't see him enough so i'm with oni tomorrow thursday uh janet garcia hallett to talk about her book um invisible mothers uh, uh, women who have mothers who have gone to prison. Uh, I had a talk with her at Possible Futures uh, Sundays ago, and it was uh, it was really nice. I enjoy her. And then I and then I wind down Women's History Month with one of my favorite people, Patty Russo, because Patty Russo is getting geared up for uh, the Yale Campaign School this summer. This the 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 you know the bigger the bigger the week long um, commitment. And uh, so she's coming on to just, you know, make one last push for people getting their applications in and people, uh, you know, getting ready to uh, think about running for office, think about running offices and all manner of things connected to a campaign. So, uh, so she'll be out on Friday. That'd be my capstone. I believe um, Lieutenant Governor Susan Bicewitz will be on in the nine o'clock hour, sometime in the nine o'clock hour, uh, to talk about uh, this. Um, they pulled together across some states uh, a reproductive group of folks, uh, Lieutenant Governors, who are who are working to ensure that women have access to reproductive health. And so she's going to come on for a few minutes to talk about that, and I'm very excited uh about that so i will see her so they're trying to work it out now for friday so we'll see if we can get her on 
Friday so she can talk about that. She's already had a press conference. Um, the other um, uh, fellow lieutenant governors have had their press conferences about this. And so now they are just rolling it out a little deeper, a little further uh, for the populations. So I can't wait to have this conversation with her because, you know, I serve on the board of Planned Parenthood of Southern New England. Uh, and uh, and I'm excited. Anytime you can get women to, to further the cause or anybody to further the cause of women's health, uh, I'm for it. I'm here for it. So I'm looking forward to that. So so I've got some good talking to do today. I've got some I got some good talking to do this the rest of this week. I today is the only day that's not programmed up. <laughs> I, how did that happen? I don't know. Maybe nobody jumped at it. Uh, I wish I would have thought about this a little deeper because I would have tried to get Kayla on. But what I'm gonna try to do, I'm gonna reach out to her when I get off air and see if I can't get her on. Uh, ooh, at least for a few minutes to. to tomorrow if i can squeeze her in tomorrow at like in the 9 30 hour you know and then push word on the street up to like 9 50 you know it's like just like a few minutes to talk about this just a few minutes it's like hey do you got 15 minutes to come on and talk about what the importance of this is uh gosh you know Ugh. you know sometimes when, when i'm doing this work and there's so many things that I can't get to, so many things that I can't schedule, so many things that I can't, you know, and I hate saying that I can't do something. <laughs> that just that just makes me crazy. Like, what do you mean I can't? What? Um, but there's only so many hours in a day, and I only have a two-hour show. Not only have a two-hour show, I, I have a two-hour show, which is unheard of in radio. Like that's like people don't understand, you know. They, first of all, people are amazed that I'm on every day for two hours and I just talk. I was like, well, you know, I was that kid that was sent to the office every day for talking. So all my teachers, if they're still alive, would be like, I knew that girl. <laughs> and I, I have to tell you, this is a this is this is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> and the fact that Paul Bass lets me do it for two hours <laughs> every day. Are you kidding me? This is like, I, this is not even work. Uh, but the work part is scheduling, scheduling stuff. That's, that's, that's a bit challenging uh, because, you know, you just want to get all the people in and you want to get all the things in. And, and I love having word on the street as part of, part of this, this whole thing because people enjoy it. And, uh, and I, I get stopped all the time about uh, asking about password on the streets. And 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 there's a couple of people who are trying to run into Paul, hoping to be on. So, and I find that quite amusing. I was like, "What you doing? What you stalking him? <laughs> are we gonna have a problem? Is this a problem? No, they're just genuinely a fan of the whole concept and the idea. And uh, and I, I I appreciate it so. Uh, it makes it shows uh, New Haven as a very interesting place, and it is, by all accounts, I think, uh, a very interesting place. So, uh, so feel free to uh, check us out all the time, and you can always go back because you know what I love about all of this is that it lives in the in the internet. <laughs> it just hangs out, lives there. You can find it, you could Google it, you know, and uh, and it it's right there. 
And plus, Harry does a great job of categorizing, you know, keeping things in in order, right? So, so you, there's places where you can go to to get all this stuff, you know, all the shows and listen in and uh, and uh, and let me shout out Fly Tie, Fly Tie, shout out to you, brother. I I dig your whole scene, uh, Marcy Lynn. I dig your scene. I like everybody's just doing their thing, and and I just love it. Like I see people on other shows. Um, like I saw Joe Ugly that I hadn't seen. He was on uh, um, um, Justin's show. I, I hadn't seen Joe Ugly in quite some time. So when I was flipping through my Facebook page, it came up. Now, it was a week ago, um, so I missed it live. But it was nice to see Joe Ugly. So I could go back and listen to it and uh, and just catch up with him and hear what's going on with him. So uh, I might send him a text like, hey, what's going on, brother? You all right? What's going on? uh because i hadn't talked to him in a minute so so this is what i like about all of this and everybody's show is very different and 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 so so i don't i don't ever feel like um i i never i I, oh i always see people on other shows like oh i would have liked to talk to them but i'm glad they're being talked to right do you know what i mean like i'm not the only game in town which i love that because i think there's other people that bring fresh perspectives and ask interesting questions and have a different concept, you know. Uh, I mean, we're all talking. And I think that makes for a better community when different people are talking to different people. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just think that's, I just think that makes for a really great sense of community. Uh, I love Justin's show. Uh, I love Fly Tie's show. Uh, it's it's really good. I like catching Marcy Lynn when I could catch her. Um, you know, those are the ones that I I dig very much, and uh, I think they're I think they're 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 really uh, amazing people, and they're having really great conversations and really really great guests, really great guests. So, I mean, I catch Paul Bass on uh, Dateline New Haven, and you know, uh, you know, Paul gives somebody fifteen minutes. <laughs> That's- Paul's not having a long in-depth conversation with you. He's going to get right to the heart of the matter and then you out. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I I like catching it. Normally I could catch Dateline New Haven when I'm at my inner city office and I could log in from inner city office, you know, and, uh, and listen in to people. Uh, and, and my favorite, favorite thing is jazz. I listen to the jazz uh, quite often when it's on because I enjoy that so much. So, uh, so yeah. So WNHH is uh is a great, great necessary, necessary community. You know, I mean, I listen to YBC. I love Juan Castillo. I had Juan on the show. I love talking to Juan, and uh, uh, I like to listen to them periodically. So you know, uh, Daryl Huckabee. I listen to him. You know, we're on at the same time, uh, but I I can catch him sometimes. So, um, so yeah. So. I don't, I don't have, I'm long since given up a competitive sense. I don't, I don't have that. I think we all win. I mean, we all win. I think there's a place for everybody at the table, right? Every, every, every voice is different. Um, Different people like different things. Uh, Everybody's finding an audience that speaks to them. Uh, Everybody's finding an audience that digs what they do. I like that. So I don't, I'm not competitive. I don't, I don't, I'm not uh I don't like oh I have to I have to get this this person before that person. Sometimes and Lucy Geldman's show. I I love her show. 
I love the way she tackles art things. And uh, and I, I I like that. And sometimes she has a guest on. I'm like, man, I, I would like a crack at that guest, you know. And and the beauty of it is I can. I absolutely can. I absolutely can, you know. And sometimes she has a guest. So I was like, well, I don't know if I could I could ask any better questions or have any better conversation than what Lucy just had with that person. And and then I I'm good. You know what I mean? Or I'll see Lucy's show and I'll be like, oh, I'm so glad she's talking to them because I, I would see somebody in my mind's radar and I, and you know, doing all the things, I can't get to them fast enough. And so she has gotten to them and booked them and had a conversation with them. And I'm like, yes, I'm so glad to see that. Do you know what I mean? Because Because there are people out there who are doing cool stuff and I may not get to them. Um, and but but there's three or four other people who will get to them. I I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it. So you know, we just do what we do. Uh we just do what we do, and I think we do a great job. And I think the New Haven landscape would be missing a great deal if we weren't a part of it. You know, if we weren't a part of it, and there's room for all of it. People can listen to NPR. I listen to NPR. <laughs> you know, uh, I listen to NPR. I listen to all kinds of stuff, right? Uh, because it's necessary. You can't, I you cannot just listen to one thing. I'm I believe, I like to believe, um, I'm multifaceted, multi-dimensional, and and many, many splendid. <laughs> I like a lot of things. And I like information from a lot of places. You know what I mean? Like I like, I like, I like a lot of information. Uh, uh, that keeps you media literate. And uh, I don't just listen. Like my boss yesterday had uh, Fox News on in the office because we have a giant screen TV in our office and we listen to news mostly. But a lot of times we just watching Gunsmoke and <laughs> and and seventy shows or whatever. But but we watch a lot of news. So he had Fox on. And uh, and without me even looking up, I knew it was Fox News, and 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 we do this all the time because he's always like, uh, he'll put it on. And I was like, and I'll yell out, "I know that trifling Fox News is on." <laughs> I can just tell by the foolishness and the ridiculousness of the conversations. I I just it's I just know it when I hear. It. I was like, when I hear it, I'm like, is that, is that Fox News? <laughs> And he's like, I look up, I see it. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, I just can't, I can't, I can't tolerate it. Uh, but you have to listen periodically just to sort of get a vibe about, you know, well, what's the level of foolishness and stupidity and 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 ignorance that they're they're willing to add to the larger conversation today? And you tune in, and you're like, oh, okay, good. There they go. They're adding to the the to the dumbing down of America in a in real time. And uh, and it's painful. It is painful, 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 painful. And we're going to pay dearly and deeply for Fox News in, in the long run. We're going to pay dearly and deeply for, for Fox News and the shenanigans and the foolishness and the mayhem that we allowed them to poison the American uh, airwaves with. We, 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 we have deliberately done that. And they know it, right? Like the owners know it. Like Murdoch knows it. Like they knew what they were doing when they, when they, when they set themselves up. 
and and they're not news. And so lawsuit after lawsuit. Oh, we're not we're not a real news outlet. We're not we're not we're not news. Well, we know that, but I, I, I'll say this: I I am deeply troubled by how many people don't have are willing to not broaden their intellectual capacity for news and information. I, I'm I'm deeply troubled by that. And uh and when I look out across America, you know, I used to have a very romantic view of America. And it's becoming more and more jaded. I still I still believe that the best is yet to come, but I but but there is a a a, a fine mist that that covers things and uh, I can't get beyond it. I look out and I I just see people and so much anti everything, you know, anti everything. And maybe this is a moment. Maybe this is a moment that, you know, will propel us into the next moment where we see the error of things and we strive to be better humans. Um, I, I don't know. In in this moment though, uh I think we are lacking in humanity. So that's how I feel, people. And uh and I'm I'm an American. You know, I'm generations in, right? <laughs> generations in American and uh, whatever that means and each of us are are defining that and I guess maybe that's the beauty of America that we define it as we go is that we we got we we got we got a jump off you know we got a tool by which to to build from you know we got some structure in which to build from and we could go in any direction of our making and our choosing I guess that's the beauty of America that is still becoming. And maybe that's the hope. That's where hope lies, that we're still becoming. And even though this is, and even though we've come so far and so much further to go and so much violence and trauma and all the things, uh, that the hope is in we are becoming, you know, that somebody had a dream about what this, these United States could be Somebody had a, a dream that they didn't even know. Uh, they just like, well, I'm a I'm a projected dream into a future, and see what happens. So I don't even think they they knew. I think there was a bunch of dreamers, and I think they just thought, well, and then here we are. So I'm gonna take a break. I'll be back at uh 10:15. Go get me some more spa water. <laughs> Y'all be good now. I'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. While COVID may not stop a baby's heart, isn't a child with a rising fever, cough, and chills enough to make your heart skip a beat? Children are 19% of reported COVID cases with higher rates in Hispanic and Black children. Vaccinated six months to five-year-olds are 80% less likely to get COVID, which means 80% healthier New Haven one-year-olds and 100% happier New Haven parents. To learn more, visit nhvvax.org.
man in the group home down the street from me Waves every time I drive by And I roll down the window to raise up my hand And we flash each other the peace sign And it flows like a river the same way every day And I look forward to it every time I hope you have someone like that in your life Who waves to you and makes you feel fine I can tell has the hearts for me She blinks her fake eyelashes slowly And clicks her gum in a seductive way And it flows like a river the same way every day And I look forward to it every time I hope you have someone like that in your life Who winks at you and makes you feel fine Cause it's a long way down the river and it's a long way home And I hope you have someone special in your life Who smiles with you and helps you have fun next door to me walks his old dog every day and I watch as he walks by my window and one day I'm gonna say hey and it flows like a river the same way every day and I look forward to it every time I hope you have someone like that in your life to say hey to and make feel fine Cause it's a long way down the river And it's a long way home And I hope you have someone special in your life Who smiles with you and helps you have fun Yes, I hope you have someone special in your life Who smiles with you and helps you have fun Our love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. It's Tuesday. 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 It's Tuesday. Ah. All right. What else is going on? I was just checking my Facebook feed. Lots going on. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it. <laughs> I'm not on that board. <laughs> Whatever your beef is, it ain't with me. <laughs> so Listen, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what went on. That's between you and your board and your organization. 
And uh, if somebody wanted to make me privy to what was going on, they would have called me directly and said, hey, let me bring you in. Can you help us with this? But nobody did this. So I have no idea. You're just reacting. I, I don't know what this is. So your reaction to whatever I posted about somebody who is my friend, I, I listen. I don't got no. I don't got no dog in that fight. I don't have a dog in that fight. It's not that I don't care, but I'm limited. I'm just one person. I'm one person that has nothing to do with this. Nothing. <laughs> I'm just talking about something that went on. That's going on on Facebook right now. Somebody posted something to one of my posts and uh i don't know what to say about it so that's what i'm talking about so people who are on facebook who are looking at my facebook feed uh i don't i don't got no other words so you know uh so i let me tell you what it is so i i wished uh dan i mean uh patrick dunn happy birthday on my facebook page he came to the exhibit. He sat on the bench with the wings. I took his picture. I posted it up and me and him are together. And uh, I just say, oh, happy birthday to my friend. He's one of the uh, nice human being and a kind person. That's that's my experience of him. So then uh, Allah comes and posts this long diatribe about what he did to the Pride Center and all of that. And oh, I, I understand her whatever, but listen sister you didn't pick up the phone and call me about nothing i i don't know i don't know how you want me to care about the pride center when you didn't care enough to let people know what was happening that's all i'm gonna say like i we care about you too but i don't know what you want people to do you know i we didn't know what you have a whole board do you understand there's a whole governing board of that organization that is responsible for the stewardship of that organization i'm not on that board I'm not close to that board. I'm not in that board. And the Pride Center, as far as I'm concerned, is not an art-serving organization. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know what you need to do and what capacity you need me to do it. I wish somebody that I know happy birthday. Now, whatever went on, whatever went down behind closed doors, I, I don't know. You know, I I'll take your word for it, but what you want me to do about it? What 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 does you posting this get you? in the interim if people know this they know it you know i don't know what you want me to do so so that's where i'm at with this and and i might just say that but like listen i hear what you i listen i i don't i don't have a dog in this fight and i don't know what you expect me to do and why are you over here posting this you have a whole page that you could say whatever you want to say this has nothing to do with me at all. So that's where I'm at with that. You know, I care about her too. I had no idea what's going on. I, I do what I can where I can. You know, fine. Fine. I, I don't I don't I don't appreciate that. So, you know, I'm just gonna let her know that. Like, listen, I you know, why would I why would I ask about anything? That organization has a whole governing board. No one came to the community and said, this is what was happening or this is happening or any of that. No one did any of that. So, <sighs> anyway, I'm going to let it go.
I'm just going to let it simmer. Okay. And then I'll deal with it in a minute. You know, I can't deal with it now. It's 10.20. I'm still on air. But I just wanted to put that out there. It's not like I don't. I, I Listen, <laughs> I, I know people think I got some power or some magic or some agency or something. I don't know. But it, it extends. It does not extend far. And it does not extend across all kinds of things. So, you know, so while I sympathize with your plight, you have a governing board that is responsible for the for the shepherding of that organization. And 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 uh and and while you might feel some kind of way about me wishing someone that I I like and admire and care for happy birthday, that's neither here nor there to the conversation. And whatever is going on with him and that organization, that board will handle it. You know, that's that's where I'm going to put that. You know, that's where I'm going to put it. <laughs> I'm not on that board. I know I'm on a lot of boards, people. I know. I know. But I ain't on that one. So there's that. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to quell it as best I can. I was like, listen, uh, I don't know what is happening. I don't know what has had happened. I don't feel compelled to ask anybody questions about an organization that I do not run, that I am not a part of, uh, 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 because they have a whole board, a whole governing board that is responsible for the shepherding of that organization. That's it. So this, this is, listen, I'm wishing somebody that I know happy birthday. That's the beginning and the end. Whatever goes on beyond or up around that, that is not my deal. Not my deal. Doesn't mean that I don't care what's going on. I care about everything that goes on in this. I'm not the mayor. I am not, I don't work in government. I <laughs> I'm not a funder. I'm not <laughs> I'm not any of those things. All I am is someone who lives in community and cares deeply about this city. That's it. That is the extent to my reach and capabilities. That's it. And I don't know what else to say about that. So, you know, so while, while I, I think this letter would be better directed towards your board of directors, uh, because I, I don't know, I, I don't understand what this is about. I wish somebody I know happy birthday. What you're talking about uh, is about an organization that you that was run asunder needs to be addressed to the board. You have a whole board of directors. If I were you, I would direct these concerns and commentary to your entire board of director. I know I serve on a great many boards in this city. I don't serve on that one. <laughs> so, so whatever whatever it is. I don't, I don't know what you think I'm supposed to do with this post. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I don't know what you think I'm supposed to do beyond this. Um, but you didn't call me. You didn't call me beforehand. You didn't call me during. You didn't say anything to me. As a matter of fact, when I saw you, I asked you what was happening and you didn't say anything. So I don't know what to, what else? I'm not a mind reader. I could be a witch, but I'm not a magician. So there you go. So I'm going to leave it like that. 
I'm gonna leave it like that, child. I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I guess I should be flattered on some level. You know, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. So it's painful. And uh, I think you're, I think you're real angst. And I said this at the beginning of when this all stuff, when all this jumped off and I was like, well, where's the board in this? You know, where, where's the board that allowed this to happen? That's it. And that's rest on the board, you know, and, and I know what it's like to be in the hot seat. I've been in, I've been in the hot seat, uh, a very public hot seat. And, and, and a board gave me a great deal of, of, uh, of range to sort of do whatever, and I, I, I broke their trust. I broke their trust. And, and that's a heavy price. Uh, and at the end of the day, the board has to reconcile that, right? The board has to reconcile that. And just like this board has to reconcile that, they got to reconcile that. And no matter of posting about it is going to uh, illuminate anything. You know, you, you, you don't comment on anything. I wish people happy birthday all the time. You know, but because this is personal to you, you want to come and attack me about this. I post happy birthday all the time. And so now because this affects you directly, you think that there's some there's some connection here where there is not. So uh, I don't know what to tell you. I think this is a conversation you want to have. Raise, write this letter to your board. You know, your board needs to have this discussion with you and they need to write this you know i i i i don't have any dog in that fight and it's not that i don't care it's just that i'm powerless to do anything about it i don't i don't know what can be done he's been removed from the organization so the organization is trying to fight for itself back i beyond that i don't know what else could be done i mean what do you want you want him dragged through the streets and irons and chain i don't what do you want what exactly do you want you want me to join your 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 you want me to join your team to be mad and say hateful and mean what do you want me to do? So I'm not doing that. Right? That's not what I do. So I'm just gonna uh I'm gonna let it alone. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna leave it alone. And uh is this gonna be what it'll be? Ah. So we're just going to go with that. Everybody's got some pain. I get it. I get it. I, I, I haven't, having been someone who uh, caused pain, having been somebody who uh, uh, experienced pain, I'm going I'm to I'm leave it alone. So anyway. Okay, Harry, what did you put in the chat? What is this? What is this? <laughs> What, do I need to pull this up? I'm pulling it up. Scary red mask consumes fire hydrant and seen straight from The Last of Us. <laughs> oh, the New York Post. Although I, I think that the, I, I don't know what that is. It's It was a case of uh, mycological mayhem. An Australian town resembled the set of HBO's dystopian horror series, The Last of Us, after mysterious red mass sprouted up under a fire hydrant and eventually climbed up the water sprout. A photo of the fungi anomaly first surfaced on Reddit, sparking a raging debate over the organism's identity. This thing has been growing underneath a leaking fire hydrant for the past few months. Okay. 
an accompanying photo reportedly snapped by the poster's friend in October 2022 shows the water spigot engulfed by unidentified burgundy substance. According to the post, their friend had at first noticed the, the fire red fungus growing on a big rock underneath the hydrant. The spigot has started leaking a year ago, which they suspect helped facilitate the growth of the maroon mushroom. So, all right, so what, what is it? You know, I don't trust stuff from Reddit, but... <laughs> So eventually the fungus on the rock grew until it reached inside the hydrant. And then someone took the rock away and it was all gone. Okay. All right. But did they did any scientists go look at it? <laughs> I see a lot of friend conversation, but did any scientist? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, did any scientists like say, oh, this is what this is? There's all kinds of stuff in nature that can grow and species and all kinds of stuff. So, so people, unidentified critters have been feasting on the mass. Okay. <sighs> okay. Oh boy. So, well, don't eat it. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Listen, I'm not surprised by anything because let me tell you something. We already know we are not good stewards of the earth. And there's all manner of things that are happening that is going to be to our detriment and demise. That's it. That's what I know. That's what I know to be true. So while I, I guess I could be shocked and awed by that, but I'm not. <laughs> so... We just came from under a three-year pandemic where we were all quarantined. You think that's going to be the last time? You think that's going to be the last time that we're going to have to lock ourselves away and mask up and hazmat up? Nope. Because we are not good stewards of this planet and the planet is fighting back. So I just take it again. I just take it all in stride. I just take it all in stride. I just take it all in stride. I take it all in stride. I just take it all in stride. I take it all in stride. You know, uh, all in stride. So here's that part. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that, I, I don't think that's a happiness story, Harry. I don't think you... Spreading the gospel with that. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do with it. <laughs> Except to say, we in trouble. Earth, <laughs> girl, we in trouble. <laughs> oh, we are in trouble. Like, okay. We'll be in trouble. We'll just be in trouble. We'll just be in trouble. There's more. What is this? Harry just giving me all these little stories. All right, what we got now from the independent? The, I'll trust this. This is from the Behaving Independent. So Survivor brings Holocaust history to class. Oh. Isidore, Isidore Judah with a 1938 passport issued after escaping to Switzerland. So midway through the discussion, 
at Congress Avenue, John C. Daniels School, fifth grader Lucas Revere, posed a question to Holocaust survivor Isidore Izzy Judah that calls Revere's roughly 50, 50 classmates to inch further, even further forward in their seats. What do you think would have happened if you didn't get off the train that day, he asked. She would have been in the oven. So the visit by Judah, who was 101 years old, was the culmination of a month-long study on the Holocaust by uh, Jody Pirelli's fifth grade class that included Hannah's suitcase, which was, retells the story of a 13-year-old Czech girl who was killed in the Holocaust. So uh, and this is the very first time any of these students have ever met a Holocaust survivor. And, and you know, they're they're all dying, right? So they're all they're all coming to the end. Of, so we won't have any any left um, to be able to tell the story in first person uh, what 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 has happened to them. Um, so Judas, Judah was on that train because he had left his family in Vienna to escape the tightening restrictions on Jews and increasingly the deportation to concentration camps and likely death by the Nazis. It was August 1938 and he was 16 years old. So his family was applying for visas to come to the U.S., but uh, he didn't want to wait for a visa that might never come, he told the students. So uh, asked about his feelings on Adolf Hitler, he, his answer was plain. In order for a dictator to be successful, he has to have a scapegoat, said Judah, who now lives in the Towers apartment complex in the hill. Hitler used the Jews as scapegoats to make him powerful. At the train station with only the clothes on his back, I bought a ticket to Salzburg, he said. And as I was about to board the train, two SS officers asked me where I was going. I told them I was going to go visit my grandmother in Salzburg. I never had a grandmother in Salzburg. He got off the train at a town on the Swiss border and made his way toward it when he heard a shout. I heard the word halt, which means stop. He told the rapt audience, I did not stop. I continued to walk. And now I heard halt again, and this time I stopped. And two SS officers came to, up to me holding guns. After spending a night in jail, they walked him to the train station. When I got on, I looked at the other passengers, and I realized they were all Jews being deported to a camp, he said. The train pulled out of the station, and then for some reason, it suddenly slowed down, Judah said. To this day, I don't know why. He looked for the SS men. They were gone. He got out and lay on the ground until the train chugged away, then st stood up and looked around. From there, I knew I had to get over the mountain. As I was walking up the mountain, I came upon a farmer who was herding cows, he said. Asked him about his fortuitous meeting with the farmer who took him in and helped him find a safe place to cross into Switzerland, he shrugged. First of all, first of all, you try to stay alive, he said. I had to find a way to stay alive. And when you're young, like you guys are, anything goes, but you also need a little pluck and a little luck. All, all At the border, he encountered a Swiss uh, uh, gendar, gendarme. He asked me if I, what I was doing, he said. I told him I wanted to stay in Switzerland. So he took me to the station and told me that I was now a political immigrant. I looked at him and said, I don't know anything about politics. I'm just trying to stay alive. He spent two years at an immigration camp in Switzerland before getting a U.S. visa. I went to Genoa, Italy and boarded the USS Manhattan, he said. On May 13, 1940, he arrived in the United States using a German passport from a German consulate red stamped with the letter J. 
They made made sure everybody knew you were Jews, you see. They made sure everybody knew you were Jews. You you can see that, he said, as Barkin shared the passport with the students. In Manhattan, he was greeted by his parents, who had arrived six months earlier with a job at a grocery store waiting for him in uh, Vineland, New Jersey. I had to learn English because I only knew three words. Yes, no, thank you, he said. I started reading the newspaper and going to night school. Two years later, he was drafted into the U.S. Army, seeing combat in the Pacific Theater. In the Philippines, he was shot in the right leg. The Japanese were using anti-personnel shells, which are designed to fragment into any into many pieces. When we were taking Clark Field to control the whole Solomon Islands, he said. Judah went on to have four separate surgeries before being discharged in November 1945, earning the Bronze Star and Purple Heart for his service. Asked how he felt when the Holocaust was ending in 1945, he shrugged again. Well, we were glad it finished, he said. Unfortunately, we lost six million people, of which one million were children, and also many of my aunts, uncles, and cousins. He then returned to Revere's question. If I hadn't gotten off the train, I wouldn't be here today, he said. That's it. That's why he'll keep sharing his story. Never let anyone tell you it didn't happen, said Judah, who went on to many, to, went on to marry, have two children, one of whom is 75, and three grandchildren, and never, ever lose hope. So this is why we do this work. This is why we have to tell the stories. This is why we have to combat ignorance. <sighs> This is why, you know, this is why, this is why, this is why, yeah, you know, this is why. That's wonderful. So uh, that's a wonderful uh, story. And, you know, now there's some foolishness going on in the chat, which I'm not going to delve into that, but. I appreciate, I appreciate the story. And I appreciate that we, you know, that we have, we have people alive to still tell these stories, you know, that we still, that we still have these, these folks alive to tell these stories. And, and so thank you for putting that up, Harry. Uh, Thank you for putting that up. So it's on the uh, New Haven Independent site if you want to read more about it. And if you want to jump into the shenanigans of the comments, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Uh, uh, the red blob stuff that's growing in Australia, wherever the hell it is, I don't got no answers for that. <laughs> I just know the end of days is coming and we're going to pay dearly for not being good stewards and that's it. And so watch watch This Is Us all you want. Get some cues. Learn something because it's coming. <laughs> I love the fact that it's, uh, you know, that it's a fungus, a, a fungus kind of thing. So. Anyway, that's the way of the world. We live and we learn. We live and we learn. <laughs> and we still have time, I guess. As long as we are breathing, we can start all over again. But I, I don't know how we fix the earth. You know, I watched this thing the other day on how much plastics is washing up on the shores of India and places like that. So much plastic, so much plastic that the, the oceans are breaking it down and the particles are becoming, so, 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 you know, fine like sea glass. 
And did you know sea glass not really glass? It's really just plastic beat down. I guess some of it is anyway. So it's becoming so fine that it's becoming part of the sand, you know. And and you know what happens when it becomes that fine? It gets into the fish, and you know we eat a lot of fish, right? So compounding eating fish to eating a lot of plastic compound with uh, not enough fish to go around compound with, I mean, it's just a lot going on. 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 A lot environmentally, but there are people out here fighting and the people who are out here fighting for a better environment and a safer environment for us, it, that means that all of us who are not fighting and not doing our part, we're going to benefit from the work of those people. That's just how it goes. <laughs> so if you're too lazy to recycle, just know that you are contributing to the demise of this planet. But there are people who are fighting against that and you will benefit from their fight. Even if you don't do a damn thing to help, even if you are part of the problem of why we have to fight, you will benefit from the good work that is being done by the folks on the ground. That's how this all works. Exhale. <laughs> I'm just going to exhale. And then when I get off air, I'm going to get dressed and uh, make my way to the uh, inner city. I'm feeling like I might want to stop for some breakfast. I don't know. We'll see. Um... We'll see what happens. There's a lot going on. There's so much going on. So much going on. And uh, and we got to be a part of it. I was watching, um, I watched a little bit of the iHeart concert award thing last night. Um, and uh, I saw L.O. Kujak. I guess he was hosting maybe. Was he hosting? Uh, I caught some of the uh, some of the musicians and the artists. Uh, it was pretty, pretty interesting. I guess iHeartRadio is a big deal. I guess it's a big deal. Because they had people um, getting, yeah, it was an awards thing. It was an awards thing. Because I I caught the part where Harry, Harry Styles got an award. I think Artist of the Year or something or other, or Entertainer of the Year, something. And, uh, but he couldn't be there. So he, he they Zoomed him in or whatever. And, uh, you know, he said his thank yous. Uh, I, I'm a I'm a Harry Styles fan. I think he's just cute. I think I, I just like him because he's cute and he just goes his own way, and you know he's just making a way for himself. And uh, yeah. And then I I saw in the news the other day. I think it was Good Morning America. They're gonna put out a, a Whitney Houston album, and I think it's gospel inspired uh, music that she didn't release, but she recorded gospel music. I think. So that that should be nice for the folks who are Whitney Houston devotees. I mean, how could you go wrong? So I think that's coming out shortly. Oh yeah, and Lenny Kravitz was on last night with uh, the iHeart folks. I think he was the one that gave Harry Styles the award. But you know, Lenny Kravitz is a for sure enough rock star. Like he has a whole rock star persona but in a healthy good way I mean, he's just sexy I mean, he's just a sexy man do you know what i mean like he's like a rugged prince <laughs> like prince was sexy as all get out you know but lenny kravitz is like he's got some he's got some 
edge to him in a way that Prince didn't have that kind of edge to him. I don't, I mean, I think Prince was edgy, but a soft edgy. Whereas I think Lenny Kravitz is like, yeah, a little rough and tumble. And it's kind of nice. Not, not like, not from like around the way rough and tumble. I don't mean, I don't mean like that. I mean, like, you know, just, just a little edgier than edgy. He's just, he's got that rock star edge to him, you know? Uh, and, and I like it. <laughs> uh, I love you, Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> oh, did I did I tell you I I finally watched um um Luther the film with Idris Elba? It was so good. I I just love it. It was good. It was good. It was it was a ride. It was a ride. But it was good. So I don't know if they're gonna do more. They should, because I think he's good. I actually like it as a as a series. Cause I think a movie you have to you have to make it go fast and put so many things in. But with the TV show, you can take your time with it and roll it out. Every, you know, every episode you learn some new thing. You know, it's it's much more gripping, I think. And you know, I think people people like having uh, episodic kinds of things, even though um, binge binge watching is a thing. Oh, well, let me tell you the latest thing before I go that I watched uh, last, over the weekend. Unprisoned uh, with Kerry Washington and Delroy Lindo. <laughs> it is so obnoxiously good. You, I love her character. I hate this woman. I love her and I hate her at the same time. I don't know what that says about me. She gets on my nerves, but I see some of myself in her. So maybe that's why. Uh, uh, not not obvious things, just small things, because I'm not neurotic like that. But um, but I saw some things where I I I get like I was like, you know what? I get that. I've I've been in that I've been in that turmoil. I've been in that same turmoil. And small things, not not the big things. I think she's a nutcase, but, but, but there's something about her that I like, you know, she represents um, what I'm seeing these days. <laughs> so, but anyway, it's on Hulu, Unprison, if you've not, and Delroy Lindo is glorious. Like he is glorious in this. <laughs> like, this is just, it's this, this, this role is like a, a, a fitted, tailored high-end leather glove for him he's just glorious in it I, I just love it and 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 you root for him and you're like damn it you root and you're like damn it <laughs> and uh it's got and her son who I think is a like a lot of kids uh uh who who are removed from their roots particularly if you're biracial or 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 whatever. So it's it's a it's a lot to unpack, and there's a lot of nuance and a lot of things underneath. Um, so if you if you ever if you have opportunity, I would say run to Hulu or get you the 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 you know the the free time that you can watch and then you know decide for yourself. But uh, I I've enjoyed it very much. I've enjoyed it very much. So I'm just saying it's it was good. I binge watched the whole thing. I couldn't help myself. I could not help myself. I could not. 
And so uh, I just uh, I just put it in there. Uh, I just put it in there and uh, watched, and it was great. So I'm about to jump out. It is uh, Tuesday. I'll be back tomorrow with Oni. Oni's going to come on tomorrow and talk about what he's doing at the state level, all the cool stuff that he's doing. So I'm excited uh, to have him on um, and catch up and just hear about all the things that he's got going on. Um, and uh, so tune in tomorrow. My camera did not flip out at all today, Harry. So I don't know what that means. I'm going to take it as a good sign that the gods, the uh, tech gods are smiling on me. Hooray. <laughs> and uh, I'm about to get on out of Dodge and go jump into this day because I got a whole newspaper to get ready for. So y'all be good. Be in these streets. Be safe. And uh, just love on each other if you can. Just Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. <laughs>